Hey everyone, I'm Alex Cantor. And I'm Lily Rosenthal. Welcome to our podcast, Hot Pastrami. We are coming to you from our favorite booth at Cantor's Deli here in LA. We're going to invite some of our friends to join us for a chat over some matzo ball soup and pastrami sandwiches. So join us for new episodes of Hot Pastrami every week on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, YouTube, or wherever you listen to podcasts. See you soon. Bye. Hey everybody, it's Adam Ray for the About Last Night podcast. Bonus episode time, baby. Haven't had one of these for a while, but uh, we're uh, in a nice groove with uh, episodes, so we thought we'd drop a couple bonus eps. Today's bonus ep is live from the Hollywood Improv in Los Angeles, California. Uh, Our beautiful uh, podcast network, the Sideshow Network. Quick shout out to them for being a dope network and housing us and letting us pod from the upstairs of the improv like we did for this episode during Comedy Juice, one of the most popular shows in the country every Wednesday at 10 at the Hollywood Improv. All the big names drop in. Uh, The lineups are always star-studded. And it's great because then we pull from some of the comics on the lineup to come up and podcast with us like we did for this episode, which features comedian Brett Ernst. Uh, You know him from Weeds, Comedy Central. He's getting ready to shoot his new hour special. He's one of the best in the game. Uh, A guy that's just amazing to talk to because he's so fucking opinionated and so sharp and so quick. Uh, So he popped in for a little bit and was hilarious. And then, of course, uh, three-time About Last Night podcast guest and my good bud Sandy Danto pops in with first-time podcast guest ever, Mark Gordon, our buddy who works uh, in the comedy uh, business, uh, and he came by for his first pod ever, and you can hear it in his voice a little bit. He's a sweet, funny dude. He got behind that mic, and uh, and uh, it was new. It was new for him, you could tell, but he, he eased right in. He's, uh, he's a funny dude. A great dude, and the uh, the chemistry between all three of us was was awesome. There's a lot of '90s references. We talk about the greatest sitcom of all time. We talk about uh, teachers fucking kids. We talk about Trump. We talk about uh, Detroit, where Sandy's from. Uh, we talk about uh, old school Pizza Hut commercials. This episode was just uh, a lot of of amazing banter between all three of us the whole time. A lot of laughs, a lot of booze, a lot of fun. You guys are going to enjoy this one. It's without Brad. He was in Denver, Colorado, so I had to do this one solo, but uh, still just as much fun. So, of course, uh, follow the podcast on Twitter at ALN Podcast. Follow Brett Ernst on Twitter at Brett Ernst. Follow Sandy Danto at Sandy Danto. Follow me on Twitter at Adam Ray Comedy. Uh, follow uh, Brad on Twitter at Funny Brad and come see me tomorrow night. I got a few more LA shows before I head out of town. Uh, tomorrow night I will be at the Laugh Factory at nine o'clock. I'll be at the Comedy Store Belly Room at eight, and I will be at the Open Space Theater at eight thirty. All those shows in LA. Check AdamRayTV.com for all the info and come out and see me um, for a few more LA shows before I head to New York City, February twelfth through the fourteenth, headlining Gotham Comedy Club. For the first time over Valentine's Day weekend. I'm so pumped. It's one of the best clubs in the country. And it's New York City, baby, over Valentine's Day. You know, it's at the love is going to be in the air in New York City. What more can you ask for? Come spend it with me. February 12th, 13th, and 14th, Gotham Comedy Club in New York City. Get your tickets at GothamComedyClub.com. Brad Williams is still in Omaha, Nebraska. He'll be there tonight uh, and tomorrow. And then, of course, back in L.A. for Super Bowl Sunday to watch his Broncos. Hopefully uh, send Peyton Manning off into the sunset. With a ring. Um, we know what happened last time Peyton was in the Super Bowl. He got his ass kicked by the Seahawks. 
Uh, I'll never forget that. So go see Brad in Omaha, Nebraska tonight and tomorrow at the Funny Bone in Omaha, Nebraska. And uh, and bring out your ALN merch. Of course, you can get that at AstoyMerchandise.com, E-S-T-O-Y Merchandise.com for all your ALN hats, shirts, your Life My Life shirts, your Ronin the Quave shirts, your ALN shirts, your mugs, your posters. Posters are in the first ever commemorative ALN podcast poster. Pick one up. You can get it signed or not signed. It's got... So many of our uh, our big guests uh, from from over the, ba- the past couple of years, and it's a dope poster. Um, so pick it up, astoymerchandise.com. Bring them to the shows. We'll sign them for you. Uh, hopefully uh, see you guys in New York City next weekend. Uh, and again, thanks for listening to the pod. You guys are killing it. Keep giving us those five-star ratings and comments on the iTunes page. Do it right now before the intro's over. Go to iTunes, type in About Last Night, give a little comment on the iTunes page, and give a little five-star rating. Uh, rating and uh, and that helps us climb the charts like i said we got so many dope episodes coming up um one in a couple weeks that uh, i alluded to on monday with uh, with a guy who's uh, who's 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 been in comedy for quite some time and uh and i can't wait to sit down with him and maybe talk to him like that who the fuck knows it's gonna be a blast so subscribe to the show on itunes so you can get new episodes every monday and bonuses on thursday now that we got all the twitter handles out of the way those are the tour dates that's the merch info and now sit back relax and enjoy a bonus episode of the about last night podcast with sandy danto mark gordon brett ernst and me adam ray well the weekend's over so it's time to chat about it got a midget and a juice so why don't you sit down and listen to a dope podcast during lunch dinner or breakfast brad williams and adam ray are here for you It's about last night. Well, here we are. Um, no Brad. No Brad because um, he, he was kidnapped. I hate to start this pod on such a downer of a note, but um, I don't know where Brad is. And I'm not joking. So those of you listening who are like, hey man, when are you going to like laugh? When are you going to say, Oh, just get psych, man, or not. You know, what's your go-to to let us know that this is some sort of a hoax? It's not. Brad Williams has been kidnapped, and um, and I got a voicemail telling me so. And I'm, I'm going to play it. And I know it's not going to bring him back, but it, maybe it'll just give you guys some sort of a, I don't know, just, an idea of, of what kind of monsters are out there who would steal a midget and not even leave anything in return, man. Like, you got... Do you know what you just got? Anyway, this is the voicemail I got. Hey, Johnny Depp. and Shirley. <laughs> I want to say hi, and uh, someone here asked about you. It was visiting a Melissa Gallant from California. I'm sorry, that was my 90-year-old Aunt Shirley. She lives in Dallas at an old folks' home. This is the this is the message I got. Need a new message to Aunt Shirley. Oh, You're fuck. like your mother. You never answered the phone. God damn it. Fuck okay. you. Fuck you, bitch. All right. I'm sorry. I just... You know, I just... my I don't have my wits about me, okay? I'm scrolling through my phone as fast as I can. And um, here is the voicemail. Whew. Uh, of an undisclosed number 
telling me that uh, that they took my bread. I am answering again. Okay, I'm not going to call anymore because you're busy and I, you'll, I will never catch each other. Anyway, oh, okay. sorry. We God damn it, Shirley, you fucking... God fucking... All right. All right, Shirley. That's my aunt, Shirley. Um, Brad has not been kidnapped, but he is in Denver. And because of that, welcome to the podcast, Brad Ernst, everybody. What's up, Brad buddy? Ernst. Dude, thanks for coming up, man. I just got your text. You got some time? Yeah, of course. Hell yeah. There's like four, 400 people before me. <laughs> Dane's on now. Okay. And Alonzo. And okay. You got know. some time. Are you closing it out? Yeah, yeah. They got me closing it tonight. A beast. I might go down and watch you. Really? Yeah. <laughs> You're one of the best. No, thanks, man. So, uh, how you been, how buddy? How are you, man? Good to see you. Yeah, you too, man. I'm, what, congratulations uh, on everything, man. Uh, what, I mean, thanks. Yeah, you're blowing up. I see you on the new kids' cruise. and. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I love about you? That that constitutes, like, things are, uh, if the new kids selected you. <laughs> well, listen, man. I, I, want, I want to talk to you afterwards. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, I can tell stories. Ask away. Dude. I won't tell you everything because, yeah. you know, well, what's, what happens on a new kid's cruise stays, stays on, a, on a new kid's cruise. That's the, that's the oath. First of all, Please Don't Go Girl by Joey McIntyre is one of the greatest slow jams of all time. I fucking love that you said that because mm-hmm. that's my in to the group, right? He's my boy, Joey Mac, which love by the way, song. if, uh, you know, if at some point is, if, you know, if you want me to have him sing it to you over a voicemail, I could probably make that <laughs> yeah. happen for the right price. Wait, have I, him come to my, I'm taping my special February 6th. Where? Uh, Colony Theater in Burbank. If, if anybody listening wants to go, go to uh, Los Angeles Brett with one T at G, I'm sorry, Brett Ernst Comedy at Gmail. Holy shit. Brett with one T, E-R-N-S-T Comedy at Gmail. It's the night before the Super Bowl. Should be oh a good time. Oh my God, dude, I'll bring him for sure. He's Please. a huge comedy fan. And I, would maybe, lo- I would love for him to sing Please Don't Go well, <laughs> To close out your special. Oh, God, I would fucking I, Nobody's cry. had it yet. <laughs> I would fucking cry. You know what he's saying at my sister's wedding? Shut up. Yeah, dude. She got married in November, and, you know, we just became boys, and I go, Joe, man, my sister grew up on you. You know, she's got three kids, four kids, and uh, doesn't get out much, loves you. I go, you want to fucking, if I pay your way you and your wife come up put you up in a nice place come for a day and a night we'll kick it in Seattle sing at the wedding sing like the the, the first dance song and then you and I will sing a duet oh and, that must uh, have been fun and yeah, he see goes, why do you gotta ruin it <laughs> <laughs> but you know well, yeah maybe he'll do your special you know he's doing, he's not doing my fucking friend's bar mitzvah just for the record even as a kid when everybody was even the girls the thing I liked about the new kids yeah and people can laugh but most of them were street guys yeah they're not, you know, they weren't totally. They, they weren't pussies. They were, they were street guys. Instinct and 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 Backstreet, I think, like came from like what? F- well, the fluffy whole, Orlando. Well, the whole idea behind the boy band has been around since the fifties. Let's get into it. Who but, was the first one? Um. Well, I don't know, man. There's the four tops. <clears throat> there's been a few. I mean, they, you know, there's been a few. Yeah. Uh, but um, you can go the Osmonds, maybe. Wow. The Jackson Five. How, okay, well, there. That's what it is. But yeah. that's talent. I mean, there. I mean, but again, like a lot of these guys, especially when they're kids, they get thrown together, get a lot of money. Yep. And you know, of course, guys start hating on them. Um, like even which where was Justin Timberlake in? Which one? In sync, dude. Come on, man. How, how do you deny that kid? You can't, dude. That kid's talented. He's he's uh. When people try to make comparisons to Michael Jackson with him, I go, well, that's the craziest thing I've ever heard since somebody said Cool Runnings is a terrible movie. Um, <laughs> what? You like, you like Cool Runnings? Okay. It's nice having you, Brett. Um, no, did you really like that movie? 
Dude, come on. It didn't tug at your heartstrings? By the way, I, I don't mean what? to be rude. I got to text somebody and just let them know I'm up here. Do your thing. I got all plenty right. of cool running stories. Yeah, let so, me hear this. When I was 10 and I first saw it, first of all, a very underrated film with the legendary John Candy. All right? If you're, I forgot he was in that. Yeah, man, everybody he was the coach, does. Right? That's why you laughed when I said "great movie." He was the coach. I didn't laugh. I just was you saying. Scoffed. You very. It was a scoff. All right. So if you're doing top, because by the way, my my podcast yes. is called "You're on the List." Yeah. Which, if you want to come on any day of the week, want to come on tomorrow? <laughs> what time? Uh, Eleven a.m. Can't do that. Okay, never mind yeah. then. We'll, we'll get you in two weeks. <laughs> but uh, yeah, you and Pete. Yeah, me and Pete Giovanni. And when, what is the theme? It's just you, you top list everything. things. Top everything. So if oh, you're great. doing. Top five movies of all time. Top with John Candy or Disney movies? Let's get specific. No, top five. I'm saying greatest movies of all time. Because wow. you throw you throw cool runnings out like everybody's supposed to go, oh yeah, that's a classic. <laughs> I mean, I get that you liked it, but it's not. John Candy, if you have a, a team of, 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 of cross-country runners who've never been in a bobsled before, never been to the Olympics, never represented a country in anything of that, of that amount of magnitude, right? who would you want to coach you? Tom Landry. All right. If you had a second option. <laughs> a real if, coach if Landry... or, or a fictitious coach? <laughs> a fictitious. Then I go Mickey from Rocky. I would love to have Mickey going, fictitious... get up, grab that bobsled, you <laughs> son of a bitch, because <laughs> Mickey loves you. <laughs> I love how you're about to maybe say some sort of like racial slur, but you No, like, not at all. Yeah, not okay, at all. okay. I don't know. Come on. Wait, wait, wait. I'm going to make fun of my own people? <laughs> not that I'm Jamaican, but you know. You love Mickey. Rocky. Oh, yeah. It's the greatest movie of all time. Is it number well? I, I, yeah, number one. So what did, you've probably listed on on the podcast? Yeah. Give me the top name five all Italian American movies, and then we go from six down. Jesus. Well, first of all, you can't argue The Godfather. Can I be honest? I haven't seen it. What? Yeah, I've admitted. You saw Cool Runnings, but you've never seen The Godfather. I've seen Shanghai Nights twice in the theater. And you've never seen The Godfather. <laughs> do do yourself a favor. HBO does this this seven hours long. Okay. But they, what they did is they took all the deleted scenes from The Godfather, okay. and they, they, and the scenes from like Godfather Two are in the beginning of, of this, and yep. they put it in chronological order. It's the only movies to both the first and the second won, won an Academy Award, and it's in AFI's top films. They're, well, Godfather's arguably number one, but they put uh, the Orson Welles film at number one and Godfather number two. Cin- cinematically, it's beautiful. You've what about- seen it, right? Yeah, of course. Wow. Yeah, no, trust me. This is not something that I've... It, this isn't new information to me knowing that there is a problem with me not seeing it. Well, I, I, My dad is very upset about a, it. A part of me envies you because you haven't seen it yet. Totally. And, and you're going to see it for the first time. I feel like that way about you with revisiting Cool Runnings. No, I've seen Cool Runnings. Uh, yeah, but I feel like, <laughs> I'm just not I feel putting like it you got to revisit it. You saw it in 1994 when it came out. All right, let's, let's no, move on. I want to know... <laughs> let's move on. I want to know, though. Tell me, though, what am I... Well, don't give anything away, but like, what about The Godfather? Don't give it away. That's like saying the boat sinks in Titanic. If, if I'm giving it away. Well, hold up, what? Uh, what? What happened? What? Uh, I have seen that. Well, everybody has. Every dude no, that was trying seen... to have sex with a chick has, has okay, seen that. Okay, every movie. dude in, that's a man that chews tobacco, drinks scotch, yeah. you know, gets in bar fights. Yeah. Any man has seen The Godfather. That's that's I you were like say ins- Titanic. <laughs> no, not Titanic. Wait, no. What what is what is the best? Um, who's the best character? Don't oh, tell me the best. Shit, dude. Uh, is it, Marlon it's an Brando's ans- unbelievable. I know that he's Al Pacino's in it. unbelievable. Jimmy Conn's unbelievable. Jimmy Conn's in it. Frankie Five Angels. Oh uh, yeah, he says yeah, sure. Why not? Uh, so it, it's a it's a mob mafia movie, right? A, yeah. Yeah. Hence, yeah, yeah, man. I'm, I'm, I, I don't know if you're jerking me off or if you're fucking serious. Brad, I'm a thousand percent serious. Okay, right it's yeah. it's a movie about a mafia family. Yeah, and um, in the 40s and 50s, 
and the way that the commission, you know, talks about the commission, pretty much how organized crime ran America and in some areas maybe or maybe does not still run it. Yeah. And um, it's just it's 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 just an amazing but from the acting to I mean, De Niro's in it. Where would you. Well, De Niro was great in Dick Tracy. Where would you put, where would you, don't look at me like that. Where would you put The Godfather with movies like A Bronx Tale, which I've seen? Number one. And well, I love. It's over everything, except Rocky. Now, Rocky to me. American Gangster, similar vibes? Uh, similar vibes. Because I love that Well, because they're Jewish people, that's why. You got it. Shabbat right. Shalom, by the way. All right, I'm Keep just going. saying. Yeah. Uh, no, it's it's the greatest, it's considered one of the greatest movies All right, of all so that's number AFI's one. AFI's top, top films. I mean, look. Godfather's in AFI's top films. Okay. Uh, Rocky's in AFI's top films. Um you ever seen Raging Bull? No. Oof. But I have seen the Muppets take Manhattan. So now, I. I wanna... When I was fucking eight. All right, well, revisit it. Again, I'm going to make it's a, a good re... movie. It's a great movie, dude. Actually, the Muppet movie, I take over Muppets. Come over. on, dude. They rode bicycles. That was a fucking... What? Muppets it... rode bicycles I'm saying in the it, Muppet movie. In the first one was yeah. great. Rainbow Connections from there. Yep. Moving right along. Moving fancy free. Wow. Get were... in there is easy, so come take a ride with me. Nice, Moving dude. right along. For sure, those aren't the words, but the, at least you got the melody. They no, run that's into... pretty much the words, <laughs> dude. You want to check it? Pull it up. By the way, if we could redub the Muppet movie with Brett singing all the songs, I'd pay at least 60 bucks to watch that live. And, and Rainbow Connection, that's such a... That, that song on. makes me cry, man. It's unbelievable. Did you ever see Jim Henson's funeral? On Dude, YouTube? don't even get me started on Jim Henson. You know, that's, uh, I've wanted to, uh, I want to be a Muppeteer for the longest time, dude. Jim Henson is a fucking god to me. Did you ever see his funeral? Yeah, dude. Yeah, with Big Bird when, when sings. When Big Bird came out, holy shit, dude. <laughs> Yo, top five funerals of all time. Um, well, you got to go number one. No, no, no. Number one is obviously Kennedy. Top five funerals, Kennedy, Big Bird sang it, huh? Th that we know. Okay. Kennedy's number one. Will Grover sang it that one. Um, definitely Jim Henson. I'll tell you another one that was huge was Mr. Rogers' funeral. Mr. Rogers' funeral is on YouTube? Uh, yeah, but you could see how many people Shut he touched. Shut the fuck up. Dax, can you pull that Dude, up? Dude, there was people from like four, uh, four way, or five generations that, never said that, that, went, that went. Um, Mr. Rogers, first of all, was a yeah, war hero. Yeah. People um, sleep on that fact. Yeah, he, he never left Pittsburgh. That's where they shot the show. Great man. Like a f fucking strong uh, humanitarian. He's almost like, and wasn't he a priest? I don't know. I feel like he, was, he had a very strong religious affiliation. And but never tied to like touching kids. He's almost like the King Griffey Jr. of fucking children's but programming. Just for the record, you know, never just for the tied record, to as a Roman Catholic, Mr. Rogers listen, never put his Roman, hand on a prepubescent. Okay, as, dick a, and ball as, a, sack. as a Roman Catholic, all right, I'm I'm, I'm not going to take offense to that because it happened. But as as a, the the only problem with the Catholic Church is it's easy to pinpoint. Like you ever watch uh, How to Catch a Predator? Yeah, they caught rabbis on that. What? Yeah. Right or wrong? Did you ever see it? I did. I didn't yeah, they caught they caught rabbis on like, that. There was a rabbi in South Florida that was molesting kids. You got to understand something: child molesters, their 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 goal is to get near children. So, however they do it, there's more sexual assaults from school teachers than there are priests. But again, it's an easy joke, and I give it to you. That's great. No, no, no. But hey, for real, wait from school teachers? Yeah, school teachers have the highest. Now, level. obviously, I would love to know the stats on this. Like, how yeah, many? Google teachers them right now. You got you got somebody here. Fact check it. That's, Seminary that's, school. That's Dax on the Fred Rogers stats. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> uh, listen, I'm not defending priest child molesters. No, no, I hope no. they fucking burn in hell. Of course. Well, I want to know. You said, but I'm saying the you stats, said there's more school teachers, yeah, school teachers uh, getting sexual abuse. Because the, the number of teachers who have fucked kids has risen in the last especially 10 years. The well, I had, a, I had a buddy of mine in high school that used to clip our teacher. What was that? Oh, 
God bless you. Oh, thanks, Dave. I thought I wasn't even on. No, they're put- <laughs> we're going to start right now. No, but again, you know what? You know what the biggest you atrocity? Had boy, you had a buddy that that, that got yeah, down yeah, with yeah. the teacher. He used to call me and then leave the phone off the hook, and then I used to have to listen to him clip. No way! Yeah, it's awesome. Of course it's awesome. Don't stop there. Wait a minute. So first of all, tell me how he even got to the position of- Well, we were in high school and she came up to him and uh, it's a great story, man. You want to hear it? The whole thing. So we were only 16 and uh, we had I, I took this speech class and uh, I can't say her name. I can't say his For name. For sure. What was the speech class? It was just a speech class, you know, where you, you it was like debate class debate, and yeah, stuff for like sure. that. Do you remember what you debated? Yeah. I was actually in the NFL, National Forensics League. What? Yeah. I was uh, second in the county. Link, I did uh, domestic extent and Lincoln Douglas. Why does that not surprise me? Because for those of you who don't truly know Brett Ernst <laughs> as a person in comic, first of all, one of the best people on human earth, sweetest, generous, kind. Well, thank you. And an amazing comic. Thank you. But you in the ring, socially, conversationally, dude, I would uh, challenge anybody with well here's the thing man i don't have a narrative i don't have a political agenda i don't right. have a political party and my, my belief is that your religion your feelings your race whatever the fuck it is does should never interfere with truth yeah you know what i mean yeah and that's just how i feel and you just and you have enough facts to always bring to the table and, and make th- somebody feel inferior about what they're not even inferior it's not that it's just that you know there's a lot of hearsay group yeah. think yep. or they call it herd theory yep. in 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 this country like for instance uh, God isn't in the Constitution, but neither is separation of church and state. All right, and and people will just they just it's called herd theory. People hear things over and over again, and, and they you know they just regurgitate it like it's true without even checking anything. And um, but it, it's also you know not that I'm a toxic person because I'm okay with being wrong. I have no problems with it. But you know, a lot of times people just speak nobody off. fact checks. Nobody does. Well, also in this day and age, and please two- fact check the priest thing. Yeah, in, yeah. The, in the school. But by the way, it's it's not even a per capita thing. And here's where the Catholic Church is is fucked up. They try to cover it up. That's a whole other different. Yeah. Argument, okay. Um, but as far as numbers of sexual assaults on kids, and I don't even know if it's per capita. Um, but it's more in school in, in yeah, public, school teachers. public schools public or private schools? schools public well just i don't know I, I wouldn't know that one you have to look that up but um all right well let's let's come back to you the, have cub scout leaders rabbis i was in the cub scouts never got hit on but i was also a fat kid so that's on me <laughs> well there might have been a chubby chaser out there that there might have been wasn't in our pack but no I, i'm not a i'm not a narrative guy <laughs> i don't i don't really care i don't i have no political affiliation at all yeah um you know what? What is your mo- what is your most exciting thing? And by the way, we, listeners, we are coming back to that story of Brett's buddy fucking his teacher because that's that's going to be a good one. But I want to know what is the thing that gets you most heated to debate? Um, I would have to say uh, when people spew anti-Americanism, uh, you're very patriotic. It's not even that. It's yeah. just not factual. Yeah. You know, I mean, look, uh, it's too long. Let's not talk about it. For, yeah, um, it's boring for sure. I just don't, I don't like, I mean, look, every, every culture's hands are dirty. Every, every country's hands are dirty, but yeah. what America did, it changed the world. I mean, we're actually on an American medium right now. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, the, the things America gave the world is ridiculous. Yeah. The General. super soaker, the silly putty, uh, whatever, the titty twister, the fucking <laughs> all of it. And then some, and then, uh, um, how many titty twisters did, all right. So your buddy, cause here's my thing, man, Mary, I grew up in Seattle, Washington, right? right. 20 minutes North Lake Forest Park, Washington. The first publicized uh, case of teacher fucking kid was Mary Kay Letourneau. Yeah. Right? I remember that. Yeah. It was like Luis Valenzuela or whatever. The kid was 12. She was like 36. 
And I'm like, how does that even go down? Who makes the first move? Was he like, hey, Ms. Letourneau, right, can you happened. check my spelling well, who and then knows suck in that my situation, dick? Like, what was... I'll tell you this situation. Because there's got to be flirting. Who initiates? Like, She initiated. But he, he, this kid's got balls the size of this room. All right? So we're all in the library. And, uh, you know, she was a young teacher, cute teacher. And uh, she came up to him. And uh, she was our debate coach. Okay. And he... Um, you know, he was talking to her and, and uh, she said something about she saw him in a dream or something like that. And by the way, if you ever come up to me, I deny everything. <laughs> I, don't, I don't remember how it happened, but she gave him a ride home. But then he ended up seeing her for a while. And then he ended up with her best friend, who, Shit. who was a lawyer. And then he ended up, I think, marrying her best friend. No. And then um, he divorced her best friend and then married another chick. But this kid, uh, you know, he had balls, man. She she initiated though. She she was hinting to it by saying now, here's something. The, here's or... the great part. Here's the best part of the story. So I was always in trouble as a kid, you yeah. know, in high school. I was, yeah. And we had over two. You 000. have amazing stories about it. How many stories in your next hour special are about you getting in trouble as a kid? Uh, well, the, the name of the special is the principal's office. So. Oh my God, dude. So uh, so I was always acting up, and she went to my football coach one time, and you know, she she ratted me out, told me to uh, what's up, guys? What's up, man? So she told me, Sandy, take a seat. she told me to behave and, you know, like he, he, he came and tried to straighten me out. Yeah. Now I, I was really bad. Like I taped the answers to the test on her back. Right. So she would go around the class and she had the answers on her back. So, you know, I was always, I made her cry one yeah. time. Yeah. So my buddy was, you know, he was going with her and, um, I knew about it. There was rumors around the school about it. So I approached her one day and I said, listen, if you want all this to go away, I can make that happen. But you keep your mouth shut to my coach and me, my friend and my other friend get A's across the board. Holy shit. And she said, okay, fine. First she denied it. And I says, look, come on, what are you doing? You know, what grade is this? This is my junior year. I says, uh, I go, I go, this is what I told Swindling her. Swindling his high school teacher. Let swindle her. I just called her on her shit. And I said, uh, I said, look, there's two people in the room. We both know who fought it. <laughs> you understand so yeah. you can sit here and say what you want I can make this go away and uh fact of the matter is we got all A's and I didn't make it go away <laughs> I got out of control Holy but you know it was a ballsy move man how where do you get the I put the same shit on my rabbi in Hebrew school did you really yeah were you nah, a rim nah. I was horrible. I was horrible. It's the voice of Sandy Danto. I feel like you were a bit well you you were doing drugs in Hebrew school yeah oh yeah yeah mm-hmm uh, did, you, did your rabbi ever touch you? My rabbi actually, he we were talking about did, teachers, but not sexually. I was being really i I volunteered. I don't mean like smacked you or nothing like that. I mean, no, did he like was he ever inappropriate? No, did he no, circumcise no. you after you were circumcised? <laughs> he gave me my foreskin back. I was that bad. <laughs> he said, "You're done. Yeah. You're ex excommunicated." <laughs> he's like, he's like, put this back on. Never show up. Let me ask you this question: Are you guys Sephardic or Ashkenash? I'm half and half. Half and half. Moshkash Bagash. Yeah. I uh no, I'm uh, very reformed. No, I mean is your ancestry okay, Sephardic is your ancestry is from like Latvia. Mediterranean descent? Or like Latvia, like, what are you, Doctor Doom? Kristaps <laughs> <laughs> Porzingis. Can we Google Doctor Doom? Um what uh and then uh Ashkenazi is yeah. like yeah. Eastern European That's Russian. What it is. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, Russian Jew. Yeah. So Ashkenazi. Yeah. 
Brett knows more about the Jewish faith than you Well, I mean, you're, Ash, Ash, I mean, Sephardic Jews, Greeks, and Arabs are, I'm, I'm mostly Sicilian, but those are, we're all the same, yeah, yeah. same bloodline. People compare Italians and Jews a lot. Very similar. Why is that? Um, just, Neuroses, guilt. Yeah. Circumcised. Well, here's the are difference. Are you circumcised? If you, huh? Are you circumcised? Yeah. Yeah, of course. Is that Prove it? it. Yeah. <laughs> Relax, Sandy. Take it easy. Welcome back to show us your foreskin. <laughs> Um, no, uh, uh, well, the, especially in the Northeast, uh, a lot of Jews and Italians, they, they grew up together and there's, yeah. there's a lot of similarities. Like, and, and I, I can't remember the name of the book, but it talked about, it may have been David Mamet who talked about it, but there's never been two ethnic groups in America that complemented each other more, which is why, you know, organized crime lasted for so long. Yeah. Cause you had, you know, Meyer Lansky, you had... Bugsy Siegel, you had, you know, there was Bugsy a, Siegel, for sure a Jew. Yeah. Yeah. How many, so Jews were very prominent. Well, was he really? Well, then you had the Purple Gang in Detroit yeah. that used to run the alcohol, but there was a symbiotic relationship with him. And here's the difference, which uh, Jews always, always respected education. Italian culture was very machismo, very brawn. Um, but everything else was similar. Yeah. You know, and uh, they just, not saying Italians, there's some fucking brilliant Italian businessmen out there. Oh, Chef Boyardee for one. That well, guy fucking Bank created of America, beefaroni Bank of America, and spaghetti with meatballs. Bank of America in a is, can. was an Italian for sure. that started that. Um, Bed Bath & Beyond, I believe. By an Italian guy? Yeah. Shit. Uh, Papa some... John. Papa John. All right. So Dude, that guy. Sorry, so can I be I'm honest? Sorry. I hate that yeah, guy. Ahead. I have. Uh, I, I did finally find the, uh, the study that you talked about. Here yeah. we go. There was a Department of Education study in 2004 that did conclude that basically came up with the numbers that yeah, uh, abuse in schools is about a hundred times worse than in church. Sexual abuse. Sexual and that's abuse. not even counting the past eight years. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I mean, and that's, uh, and the Catholic church itself is no worse than any other church. Jesus. But it's about a hundred times worse. Well, here's the thing too. Like, schools. like if you look up the, when you were watching that, uh, the, to catch a predator, it was, they, I think they caught one or two rabbis, but there's not like one rabbi land right. and one rabbi head rabbi. Right. So it's it's an or, since Catholicism is so organized, there's it has some, its own country. It's right, easy to, right. to in target. Brooklyn. Yeah, there's there's a sect of ultra orthodox that it's just like child the child molestation and Dude, abuse hard, is, yeah. is like rampant, and it's it's like an Illuminati type thing where it's like they all protect all the people that do it. And if you speak out about it, you're you're ostracized from from the society. Well, and also too, like you know, I think religion in general. Why do I know about this? <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm saying I think religion. Hey man, religion in general gets late a bad night rap, Googled, all right? You know, like because people don't understand that there is no between religion and science. There's no conflict. Yeah. I mean, when you're dealing with the West Paris, Westboro Baptist Church, and yeah, you got a problem. Yeah. But people don't know that the Big Bang Theory came out of the Vatican. Um, you know, the Father of Genealogy was a monk. Uh, I mean, the, I think the Pope now is uh, a chemist, if I'm not mistaken. Sure. Um, you know, there, Notre Dame has one of the best medical departments. Uh, I For think at sure. 75, you guys Google this too, but over 70% of all Nobel Prize winners in science and mathematics are of a religious... Are you still, are you practicing Catholic? Um, yeah, I mean, you know, you go I go to church. to church. I mean, I believe in God, but you know, I'm also, you For know, sure. don't ask me. For sure. Right. Hey, I'm well, a hypocrite. Well, I'm no, married I'm, now. No, so. I'm not like trying to, I'm just no, curious no, I'm, because I'm I, divulging it. I'm not, always, I'm not saying I'm better than any, again, I, it, they're just stats. They're just we're, facts. We're just at a point in society where like, we're every one in the like 20 to 50 age group is like 
second, third, fourth generation from wherever, wherever they came from. This is obviously a, a generalization, but it just seems like we're past the point of being connected to wherever we came from, that we all choose whether or not we want to be affiliated with whatever religion our parents brought us up with. And well, I mean, it is, a, cul- it is a cultural thing, yeah. you know, uh, but the difference w- between Christianity and say Judaism and say I- Islam is that you're so, like, especially with Jews, your religion is your culture. Right. Like a, a buddy of mine's an atheist, but he's still, he's still Jewish. Right. He still has Passover. You know, there, there's so many traditions that come along with it. Still um, complains, goes to Yeah, the still Dali. complains, makes yeah. <laughs> <laughs> most generous guy I know too. Um, but it's just, uh, I don't know, man. It's just, I, I think there's so much division in the country right now. And again, it's, it's narratives. It's, it's, uh, you know, if, if there's people, we could solve problems if everybody just addressed the problem. For sure. What yeah, and you, if you vote for Trump, you're a maniac. And if you vote for Hillary, uh, Hillary, Hillary, you're just as nuts. You're just as crazy, man. I like Bernie. Think yeah. he, he's a good dude. He is a good the best dude. candidate for the Republicans, in my opinion, I think the best candidate overall is John Kasich out of Ohio, but he'll never yeah, get the nomination. For sure. I would love to talk hypothetically, but also realistically, about some potential candidates who haven't put themselves out there and are definitely not on the ballot. I'm going to list a couple names. You guys give me the pros and cons real quick of each person. Mario Lopez. Uh, pro. Pro. He's Latino. He's the, got the secret of youth. The guy's like <laughs> yeah. 48. He looks amazing. Yeah. yeah. Um, yeah. Every housewife in America would vote for him. You think the house husbands wouldn't? <laughs> I think that unless if they want to get unless, laid, they will. <laughs> unless they're fans of Cool Runnings and uh, <laughs> New Kids. <laughs> um, Danny Bonham. I'm not voting for Mario Lopez. I was a City Guys guy. <laughs> so funny, City Guys. Quick shout out to the cast of City Guys. How long C-I-T-Y. are you on for? Huh? You How long are you on for? Here? Yeah. We're going to go until you need to go. I'm, and then I'm on in five minutes. I got to go. Bounce. All right, but I'm going to come back. You're going to come back when, yeah, Bra- yeah. when, when Braddy comes back. I'll be back. I'll be back. Uh, and the special is going to film when, February 5th. When Brad February comes 6th, back. Night February 6th. Night time. Original series. Thanks, Brad Ernst. No, I'll be back. All right. Spencer Mark, hop on the mic. No? Yeah, come on. You guys. No, Mark will. Yeah. Everybody address the bullshit I just spewed. <laughs> <laughs> It's always great talking to you, Brett. Yeah, Brett Ernst is you're a man. Like, you Ed Brett Ernst on Twitter. You're really, you're really informed, and you're really, you're, you have a strong opinion. But like, it's interesting to talk to you about like, all, like sports, religion, all kinds of stuff. It's great politics. Thanks, Love man. talking to you, man. That jacket looks smooth too. Yeah, have fun. Uh, welcome, Mark. Oh, thanks, Mark Gordon. Yeah, uh, Mark. Do hey, Mark. Do hey, you um, do like you the movie Blank Check? Um, we can get into that real quick. Let's talk about some of the flaws of the movie Blank Check, okay? <laughs> and make sure to hug that mic when you get on there. You're Spencer, sitting... you're sure you're not in on this? When was the first time you saw the movie Blank Check? Oh, shoot. Dax, can you pull up that lead actor's name for me? Because I'm, I'm drawing a blank. He was, in fam- he was the little kid in Family Ties. Well, no, he wasn't. Yeah, he was. Can you pull up the Family Ties theme song could, yeah. first? Brian Bonsall. Brian Bonsall. Now, now, Dax, can you pull up the Family Ties theme song for me? And whoever can sing the whole thing, <laughs> word for word. Well, I guess we've been together. Saying you're disqualified for starting early and singing a cappella. I asked you to sing along with the actual soundtrack. Oh, sorry, sorry. I'm disqualified. Um, Mark, favorite sitcom from the 80s? Favorite sitcom from the 80s. Hmm. 
I wanted to say facts of life, but it, but it's not. Yeah. Are you a gay woman who's 60? No, I liked Growing Pains, but does that count? <laughs> growing Pains isn't an 80s sitcom. Uh, um, I think it came out in 88, and I would love to know the exact date on that just so I can sleep tonight. You but still want that theme song? For sure. Yeah, okay. I don't have the plug-in right here. So All right, Sandy Mark, whenever you that. feel comfortable, but I also... And you can sing along with the instrumental. Here it is. Been together for a million I'll take this part. Well, I get we been together for a million more. Sandy? Mark? And then we kissed and everyone was all okay. Everybody. What would you do, baby, without love? Wait. What would you do? Without love, and there ain't nobody I can't remember all. Boy, she hit that. Here, bring it home. And then Michael J. Fox comes in and goes, Hey, Doc, hey, uh, you tell me we're going to go in a time machine. <laughs> And they're like, Michael, you're doing your lines from Back to the Future. <laughs> yeah, boy. Oh, Growing Pains started in 85. Wow. Oh, my God. Wow. Well, I'm going to raise my hand right here and say I was wrong when I thought that was a 90s sitcom. What yeah. I didn't see coming from Growing Pains, first of all, I would love if you were to put, if you were to peg, the Growing Pains did a reunion show, right? I don't know how many people watched, and frankly, I don't give a shit, but the amount of people who that would have, if you were to put on on a on a Vegas table, what are the odds of Leonardo DiCaprio, the kid who what was his character's name? I don't want to make you pull your phone out again, Sandy, but I really want to know this. I want to say it Here was we, Luke. Mark, I'm going to go with Sam. Okay, if one of you guys are right, I'm buying you Subway sandwiches next week. Wow. And I said plural, but I meant one. Fair <laughs> enough. Dex, do you? Well, he's looking that up. Do you want to sing the the Growing Pains theme song? Obviously, I know every word. V- uh, verbatim. Show me that smile. Show me the sun that men on you crying. We know when we we know when the best is ready to begin. As long as we got each other. Sandy was right. It was Luke. I can take it and come away, baby. Rain or shine, all the time. We got each other sharing the laughter. Oh, whoa. Dude, the fucking extended version they played on Friday nights. Wow. <laughs> you know, caught me off guard. Brings me back to childhood. That's what? amazing. Here it is. All the time. We got each other sharing the laughter and sharing the laughter and sharing the laughter and sharing the laughter and love. Nice, dude. That, that version was from Sharing season three. Sharing the laughter and dove. <laughs> <laughs> um, it's Luke. Yeah, that's the name of Leo's character. All right, Sandy, I'll you a sandwich next week. I didn't specify from what location. <laughs> I might just show up at your place with a sandwich and a dirty bag. Uh, no. <laughs> no, I want to know, know, though, back to business here. Okay. If you were to put on Vegas and people go, all right, what are the odds? Leonardo DiCaprio is going to grow up to be a big star. People go, who? Luke. Oh, I got it. 
Or Kirk Cameron, you mean Mike Seaver? Sure. The lead of the series is going to be a crazy Christian anti-gay freak show. <laughs> I, I think I would have said you're a crazy person. I would have bet on Mike Seaver. I would put all my money For real? on that. Yeah, 100%. Yeah. Because I, I, nobody's going to look at a guest against star. Against a random guest star with great hair. I would have thought that Buddy was going to be the big star, but he <laughs> also was an anti-gay. Can I do was super he? Can I do my Buddy from Charles in Charge impression? Ready? Hey, Charles. There it is. That's pretty good. Oh, wait. But I'm getting my sitcoms mixed up. Buddy was from Charles in Charge. I'm thinking of Boner. Wow. Boner wow. was an actual character. You know that guy, growing you know that guy uh, died like six years ago. He was yeah. found in a ditch. Yeah. Anyway, we'll be right back with more about last night. Really heartwarming story, actually. He was trying to save a bunch of orphans from a burning No, orphanage. you know what? There's no, there's no transition for, 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 uh, for Boner in a ditch. But what I do want to say... Is uh, Mark? This is your first time on on the podcast. Yeah, first time on a podcast. On any any podcast. Mark, where are you from? I'm from LA. I'm from right here. Somebody who's grown up in LA. Sandy's from Detroit. I'm from Seattle. What would you tell if Sandy and I were to have moved to LA tonight? What would you say to us? Not about the business. I'm moving to Hollywood tonight. I mean, I live in Culver City, but I'm going <laughs> okay. to Hollywood. I just need some help packing the truck up. Yeah. But what would you say to us if we just got here? And you're somebody who's a native, right? What would you, like, not even business-wise, because we're all in the business here, but, like, I'm talking about lay of the land. Like, here's where to eat. Here's what freeways to avoid. Here's what L.A. is going to throw at you. And here's what you need to be ready for. And can you do it in a 1920s... Uh, can you do it as Luke from Growing like, Pains Season 2? <laughs> No, no, no. You can do it as you. Can I just... Okay, I can yeah. do it as me. What I'd tell you guys is like... What I want to say is that... Hmm. Be careful on who you listen to for what to do. Like, be careful on who you ask for like a restaurant recommendation. Because yeah. you're in like... If I you see a homeless guy on Sunset and Fountain chewing on his shoe, he's not going to probably have eaten at Spago's. No, he's probably not. But Unless they're serving, serving bum shoe, which I don't, and he just brought home leftovers. Yeah, I don't see a lot of... Tonight's <laughs> specials are the filet mignon with uh, steamed asparagus and bum shoe. Uh, it's, I'm sorry, did you say gum shoe? No, bum shoe. No, the gum shoe is at the Rescue Rangers restaurant. Um... <laughs> All right, so don't listen well, the to the Rescue Rangers restaurant right next to the Rainforest Cafe. By the way, if you can say Rescue Rangers restaurant 10 times fast, we give you a free tailspin flag. <laughs> and another tailspin. Whoop. Wow, nice. Drink five if you're playing the tailspin sing-along song drinking game. All right, Mark. So, all right, so don't listen to restaurant recommendations. I'd say rec if anybody prefaces something by... The, the phrase, oh my God, you're from out of town, you have to, and then insert whatever. Oh, I'm great. always so unimpressed with what people say in What front usually of me follows? That. And Sandy and I can come, we can yeah. probably uh, attest to our own examples, what we've heard, but what. Here's a great one. Oh my God, you have to hike Runyon Canyon. <laughs> that is the classic, I, oh, you're from out of town, let me. I would take someone to Runyon Canyon that I was like forced to show a good time to. I would yeah. say, well, this is something people do. You can say you did it. I find it to be the most. It's like, it's like, it's literally like traffic <laughs> on the 405, but on it, but on a canyon. Like you're just around a lot of people. They're but I think with it, a lot know. more sweat and a lot more dog poop. But let's be and a well, little bit more cleavage. A, a lot more cleavage. I think that a lot of people, the the amount of beautiful women that hike Runyon Canyon is uh, is prominent. And I also think that it is a touristy thing that is also an outdoor activity. And I think in LA, there's so much 
outdoor activities are hard to come by unless you're walking up and down Hollywood Boulevard. You're not really breaking a sweat unless it's 90 degrees and you're getting chased by okay. a Spider-Man with peanut butter on his belt. But <laughs> but what you what you have to do is go up. You got to go to the beach, but that's an hour away, uh, depending on oh where you're staying. Oh, my God. You have to go to California Pizza Kitchen. <laughs> we call it just Pizza Kitchen here because we're in California. You mean Sepaka? 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 We call it. <laughs> What's wrong with Sandy? He's trying to give you recommendations, man. Quit being a dick. Um, all right, so don't don't listen. So don't listen to "Oh my God" followed by insert shitty suggestion. But what do you listen to? When somebody's new or from out of town, and someone makes like a legitimate restaurant recommendation, is like you need to if oh. What kind of food do you like? Italian? You should go to this place. This is an interesting spot. There's a great place. They serve family ravioli. Have you heard of Boca de Beppo? <laughs> and by the way, I said that in a very cartoony voice, but real quick shout out to Boca de Beppo. You guys do a great job. That's <laughs> no, fun. And I, uh, last time I had your uh, family style lasagna. This podcast is brought to you by the Olive Garden. Can I be honest? Well, you know what? Let's be honest. If you were to put... Buca de Beppo and Olive Garden up against like in some sort of like MTV celebrity death match. Who would win? Like a chef from either. There's a show. You take the chef from Olive Garden. Chain but, restaurant celebrity death match. Oh my God. Get a Kickstarter going ASAP. <laughs> Do you have a favorite chain restaurant, Mark? I, what I thought you, hold on. I'm sorry. Yeah. Answer that. But what I thought, but instead of answering that, I'm going to go on. Uh, <laughs> What I thought you were going to say is put Olive Garden and Buca de Beppo up against like really, really good chefs. You see what happened when you said Buca de Beppo? It's almost like a fucking sin to say both in the same sentence. This is how I grew up hearing the word. Buca de Beppo. (laughs) From who? People in the Midwest. That's how they say it. Buca de Beppo. So funny. Sorry. What's your favorite chain? No, no. What were you going to say? I cut you off. No, I was just going to say, I wonder if people can tell the difference between like a really high quality five-star Michelin Italian food restaurant, like regular people with, with unsophisticated palates. Haven't, hasn't the Olive Garden done those commercials where they package like, we packaged our shitty fucking spaghetti marinara in a box and labeled it, you know, Morton Steakhouse. And people were like, I didn't even know they serve spaghetti. And we go, me neither. But they tasted it and couldn't tell the difference. You know, like Pizza Hut does that, I think. Yeah. They're, remember, they're like, yeah. we took Pizza Hut pizza and put it in a fucking fancy-ass box, and these fucking idiots, dirty fucking... These ingrates. These, these ingrates, <laughs> they couldn't tell the difference. Joke's on you, bitch. Pizza Hut. Nobody knows. Or what, you know. But what pizza I'm saying is... is my we, favorite Italian restaurant. How dare you? Pizza Hut is great. Do you remember Pizza Hut at some point? Yeah, had, I remember Pizza Hut. They had a promotional giveaway where they had the basketballs, and they gave away mini basketballs. Mm-hmm. And there was a, and the commercial was a kid palming the ball, shoving it towards the camera, and do you remember what he said? For another free sandwich. I'm going to guess he said Pizza Hut. To actually my... <laughs> He just held a ball towards <laughs> yeah. the camera and goes, Pizza Hut. I think just he said, um, Dax, pull that commercial up for me. Stuff this like the crust on our pizza. Well, that, pizza okay, where were, you 20, where were you 25 years ago, Sandy? Because that's a brilliant campaign slash slogan slash marketing Wait, tactic. In the meantime. What are my keywords here? Type in Pizza Hut, Fat Boy, Basketball, Camera Shove. <laughs> what, what is your favorite chain restaurant? My favorite chain? 
I'm doing that because you're the boss. I, I feel Thank bad you. for saying it because I just well, saw the boss. I, I, I love Outback Steakhouse. What did you get? <laughs> I actually do too. It's pretty good. Not that. But I have to make fun of it. <laughs> you want to know something funny about Outback Steakhouse? Hold on a uh, second. There's a dessert You guys there. are casually talking about tasty fucking midnight snacks from Outback. Dax goes, I didn't get that when I typed in Fat Boy Camera Shelf. With good, Not that. What'd you get? There is a picture of about a 500-pound woman in a bra on a bed, mostly naked, with the arms up behind the head. All right, we'll click on that. <laughs> Don't be an asshole, dude. What are you t- What's with the extra sentences, man? Just fucking get to clicking. It's actually for the trailer for the, the Roseanne Bar Show season four. Yikes. Shots fired. Roseanne, still come on the podcast, oh, please. A, it starts with an ad, so it must be doing well. Wait. It's been it's been monetized. Because listening to a large woman, what is she doing with her hands behind her back? Do, doing the you know elbows up, you know. Ooh, look at me. Nice, dude. Yeah. Can I get an audio clip of Dax saying "Ooh, look at me" for my phone? <laughs> All right, here we go. Oh, uh, yeah. This is watching what she eats. She's she's eating like they're oh they're bringing her pizza in bed. Snack just for you. By the way, this is. This is, this is how 15-year-olds jerk off. One guy watches, the rest commentate from the other bedroom. <laughs> what are you seeing, Scott? Uh, she's feeding her pizza. Uh, she's dancing with her arms up like, ooh, yeah, you like it. Let me put my ear to the door, Hayden. Wait, wait, Hayden, wait, wait. Quit hating, Hayden. And she's got an unlikely ally when it comes to making it big. Her mum. My favorite one is this one. Her stance is like. What is her mom feeding her? Three pizzas. Three pizzas. And the belly. And they do like photo shoots. Sexy underwear. Uh, I think she's beautiful. How big are these women? She does a great job. One woman. Giant. Jesus. Well, can I be honest? Whoever did the music. Did a phenomenal job. Killing. All right. If you can find that actual pizza commercial, that'd be great. Right, yeah. Um, Mark, you saw the show tonight. Yes. Sandy, you went up, yeah? Yep. Hell yeah. Did you have a good time? Unexpectedly. Right. Um, I got brought up <clears throat> after I was told I was gonna be one it was gonna be one more than me, so I wasn't okay. expecting to go. And it went it, it was okay. It was good. No, it was it was pretty good. It was better than okay. It was good. Thank you. Thank we you. have an unbiased uh, Yeah, he was well, there. We, uh, yeah, Sandy, I'm 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 biased. I'm a fan. I'm sorry, man. <laughs> Thank yeah. you. Yeah. Um, it was fine. I mean, Did they you work were, out some new material. Cold. They, the audience was. Yeah. I worked out some new material, yeah. but I'm trying to get a tape, so I did mostly new stuff and, or I mean, mostly. I, I'd say it was half and half. New stuff that I know works, and then some old stuff. For sure. Yeah. So, um, the comedy you show tonight, which was me, you, Jay Larson, thank Jay Larson, Alonzo Board. He didn't go he up. He was supposed to go up before me. And the host brought me up, even though he was supposed to bring Jay up, and Jay was pissed, and he left. Oh, boy. Yeah. Um, Mark, your first time seeing Sandy and I? First time seeing you live, not my first time seeing Sandy. Okay. Well, let's come back to Sandy and talk about me for a minute. Okay. <laughs> what, um, what did you like? What did you not like? And just focus on that first part. Save the second part for an email or a Facebook message angry at I th- 2 a.m. I like tonight. Your, I like your voices. I think your voices are a strong suit. Yeah. I, I think that's the best part is when you can kind of go into a character for a second, especially even describing something as simple as traffic. Yeah. Using that voice made me think, okay, yeah, all right. Because like assholes on the road, that's like people have talked about that before. But then, For sure. 
for me to say. I just think it's funny. For me, it's funny. I like yeah. funny noises. Yeah. So that's what I was asking. What do you respond to? I respond everyone, to that. Because comedy is subjective. Everybody yeah. has different tastes. Yeah. I like that. <sighs> for sure. Um, now, you haven't done stand up. No, no. What has. Uh, but you're a super funny guy, by the way. Yeah. Oh, and thanks. that's what I'm getting to. So what is keeping you from getting on stage? Um, I don't think I'd make that much money doing it. I right. think it's money. I'd have to say that. Was there ever a yeah, part I'm of I'm super poor. I think I'm poor. Well, you're, you, Sandy, by the way, Sandy Danto says that while wearing a wolf sweatshirt. And <laughs> yeah, it's, Sandy. A, it's a sweatshirt with a wolf on it that says Alaska that I got at a Goodwill in Jacksonville, Florida. And guess what? I, if the day you stop wearing those and stop wearing like really nice, like, Suits is the day we stop being friends, man. Well, yeah. guess what, Adam? Sandy, I'm well, gonna guess be, what? You I'm... rip open the wolf shirt and there's a suit I underneath. I just wish this was a tearaway wolf shirt and I had a tuxedo on underneath. Tearaway wolf shirt? This is it. <laughs> Sandy, if you could be any animal, what would you be? Don't say wolf. I would probably be a condor. Great fucking wow. answer. Because... <laughs> I could fly, first of all, and I'm a predator. Are I'm you? also graceful. In the bedroom or uh, over the airways? <laughs> oh, I'm a predator um, in schools, what's like your Brett be- was talking about. What's I'm your best teacher. sexual position? Because um, earlier tonight <laughs> at dinner- Second posture of the flying lotus, I was going to say, earlier tonight you referenced second, second denomination of the flying pterodactyl pussy, and I said, <laughs> what does that mean? And you said- um, what is it called again? Second second posture of the flying lotus? For sure. So, <laughs> And uh, you saw that in a book or online or a friend showed it to you? I'm working on this new character um, because Ooh. comedy is going in this uh, direction of diversity, and I'm not very diverse. Um, I, would, I would be quick to argue that. Well, I'm a white guy. And, uh, not, well, yeah. On well, paper. With I'm that, a, with, on paper, I'm a white guy. With that attitude, On a white piece are. of paper, if you draw a stick figure... I'm a white guy. But deep down. But deep down, I'm Raj Kamasutra, this character I'm working on. Can you give us a little and taste? And trying to change my name to. If you don't know this about Sandy Danto, and you do because he's a three-time guest of the About Last Night podcast, you have shared quite a few. You are one of the quickest impressionists, not only great impressionists, Thank but you. your Thank ability you. to meet somebody, observe their... Um, uh, behaviors and and the, something that that, that makes them kind of he might have a Mark Gordon within within moments of of finishing this podcast. <laughs> I would I would love to hear that. I don't know if I will, but we'll see. But Sandy, what uh, who is uh, Raj? Oh, no. just, I haven't really come up with, okay. the, with so the character yet. Okay, it's just an enough. idea so far. Okay. Just who, something that I said on the spot when you when I. Uh, who would you say is your best character impression? The first one that I met because first Spencer Sherman, who's also in the room, by the way, which we should give it up real quick for Spencer Sherman, a friend of all of ours. And if I can be honest, um, maybe, and I will go on record saying this, my best friend. Su- I don't know. I don't have a friend who isn't in comedy who supports harder. Yeah. Right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Spencer has seen me when I came to... Uh, Spencer's in the music he business. He said, I'm not a friend, I'm a fan. Well, I'll take that. I'll take that. 
but he says uh, that, and he hasn't yet. He hasn't liked my Facebook fan page. So, <laughs> so eat a, eat a dick, Spence. But, but um, no, Spence saw me uh, when I was like uh, just started and had to bring people to the comedy store, and that's when I met you, Sandy. Mm-hmm. And how he took me. He's like, I have this really funny friend that I went to college with, and I was just starting out. I'd maybe done like five open mics. Right. How long ago was this? This was in 2006. Okay. Or seven, maybe. Seven. That's when I started. Wow. And uh, he took me to the comedy store. He goes, I got this buddy. <clears throat> and I had just started working He plays funky songs in our fraternity at the, at yeah. the Jewish frat. Mm-hmm. He's, he hits the five-foot bong. He dressed up as Batman for uh, fraternity. He does this bit where he hits a five foot bong and then he passes out. Wait, wait, wait. It's hilarious. Wait, wait, wait. He does this bit where he he gets he dresses up as Batman for a Saving Lives themed fraternity sorority exchange and then gets so fucked up that he passes out and has to be carried down the fraternity row at USC in a Batman costume and everybody gives him a standing O because it's Batman being carried down the row, fucked up and passed out. I woke up by the way with three tacos around my dick. So, so was like a hard shell around your like oh sur- dude i'd eaten ta- i just toggled i woke up that was the only time i've ever blacked out by the way ever really oh yeah really dude. i i feel like I've, I uh, used, when i i used to think that the entire point of drinking was to black out what a bummer who taught you gary Busey. we'll be right back <laughs> <laughs> no who uh I just, nobody taught me. I just thought that's what you're, sp- like the goal of drinking. You haven't won drinking unless you black out. This is a, we're, we're, this is a becoming a very tangential uh, episode, but I want to know from both you guys, Mark and Sandy, mm-hmm. when you, and then we'll come back to how great Spencer is. This is like is. the stairway to heaven of podcast. This is great. Started off this. one way, went this in is, another direction. Well, here's the thing, man. We uh, Brad uh, Williams, rest in peace, him being here tonight. Right. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're hoping he's resting in his bed tonight. Oh, he's peacefully. in Denver. He's crushing it. But we, we, the show must go on. Yeah, and uh, and you guys were great to come on. And hopefully next time we do this, Spencer will join us with his presence. But I, but you're also. But can I be honest? Having a little bit, uh, having Spencer and Dax uh, share their chuckles on the outside helps for us to keep this going. But what I will say, we're in really great company. By the way, what I will say though mm-hmm. uh, is that when we met Sandy. And then I want to come back to your guys's who influenced you with booze and drugs. Um, when we first met, your go-to impression was the guy you were going on the road with, which was Pauly Shore. Mm-hmm. And you've done it on the podcast before. Mm-hmm. But I want to know. I came on the podcast as him. Sean Astin, Rudy, Lord of the Rings, Goonies. Heard of him? Google him. Famous, <laughs> the man, sweet dude, was on the podcast. Okay. And again, Brad was gone. Coincidence. Um and Sandy, I go, hey, could you could you fill in and guest host with me? Sure. Sandy does an amazing Pauly Shore impression because he toured with him. He's buds with him. Uh, Pauly's also been a guest of the podcast. A great dude. You you spend enough time with somebody, you're going to learn about them and, and figure out how wh- what makes them tick. But also, you are just amazing at picking up all that stuff. So Sandy comes on the podcast as Pauly and berates Sean Astin um, about why he didn't dude, put him in. why didn't you put me in Lord of the Rings? <laughs> Dude, what the fuck? I would have made a good Ewok or whatever the fuck you nerds do. Oh, my do. God. That's so good. And Sean, dude, just played along and was like, look, man, we didn't have enough parts. There was a... Dude, Mon- dude Mon- there were 700 fucking thousand extras. I couldn't have been one of them. I guess you could have been... I just wanted to go to New Zealand for three years. What the fuck? I might as well have been. I guess I guess we could have made you an elf. What would your name be? The Weasel. Okay, well, that's not that's not an elf name, dude. That's just one of your old characters. No, it'd be like... Like a different, it'd be a different spin on it. Well, how do you how do you mean? It's like 
I'm a I'm an elf, but I'm a wee. Okay, you're just saying that that's not, and the elves can't they can't be that uh, chill, you know? Did I'm, very- I'm a hobbit now? Oh really? <clears throat> yeah, dude. I was supposed to be the star of Star Wars, but I turned it down. No shit. I think I read about that on that doesn't make any sense dot com. <laughs> <laughs> dude, you read about it on Flatline Hollywood Daily. <laughs> Is that a real website? No. How often do you guys go on the internet and check Hollywood news? Be honest with me. Give me your top three right now searches. When you wake up in the morning, what do you check? I don't know why. I still have CNN as my homepage. It always pisses me off. Every single thing. Well, you know why, man? Because like- CNN, it's it's turning into a Facebook news feed. Because yeah. Facebook is almost where, like, first of all, kids, they don't go to CNN.com. They get all their news. If you were to ask any kid, like, did you hear, like, Bernie's cl- starting to top Hillary in the presidential race? They go, yeah, but did you hear Kelly's relationship status change from it's complicated to whatever? And you're like, that's what you fucking care about. Yeah. Point being, everything gets posted on Facebook. Um, You should have an audition system for it. I'm sure we all have friends that when they post stuff on Facebook, you don't click on the link right away, right? Mm -hmm. You have a friend for crazy animal attack videos, right? Brian posts some fucking... Uh, old woman got chased by a tiger in Africa on a safari. Yeah. You go, well, Brian's usually fucking spot on with these videos. They're always hilarious. The woman never gets eaten alive, but there's always enough danger involved for me to go, oh, shit, glad that wasn't me. I'm going to click on that. But then there's some people that post videos, and you're like, dude, I saw you puke in your car while you were driving it six weeks ago. Chances are you're not up to date with current events. My point is, what do you guys check most when you wake up? <laughs> You said um, CNN.com. No, I, I probably, I, I was being dishonest. I probably open up Bumble. Nice. That's my first news app is I want to see nice. if I match with anyone on Bumble. Dude, and that's I'm what I'm talking honest. about, Mark. That's, yeah, on, that's, that's the honesty the I want real, right now. It, if you look at my phone. It's 60- fucking 11.57. And I always told myself, if Mark's honest before midnight, I can promise you at 6.54 a.m. tomorrow, I will open up Bumble. Nice, dude. Yeah. And um, check the messages. Check mm-hmm. the, We just check the pictures. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Isn't that great, though? That's where we're like, what was it 20 years ago? What were people checking early in the morning? They were reading the newspaper. Hard copy. Or they were turning they on the it. local news. No, 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 but they weren't even doing that. They were stretching. They were like looking up at the fucking, looking outside and going, another beautiful day. Like they were, When you know, I wake up, I don't get out of bed for like 45 minutes because I'm checking shit on my phone. What are you checking, Sandy? First, I go to my Fitbit app to see how good a night's sleep I got. I'm what checking the, the Sandy fuck Danto did you just feed. say? And how are we doing right now? Um, well, today I did extraordinarily well. I got nine hours and 46 minutes of sleep. Lovely. <laughs> yes. Wait a minute. Is that... What is that? Because see this I, stupid bracelet I'm wearing. Well, first of all, it's not stupid. It's just it tracks, a poor choice of color. It, <laughs> <laughs> it tracks. But first, black, but black bracelets do matter. So, <laughs> oh my god. Do, do any lives matter? <laughs> um. Anyway. All right. So it tracks what is, how many steps you take it throughout the day. So wait. far today, we're. So how we're many one minute away from wait. This from the isn't, end of but the this day. isn't sleeping. This isn't sleepwalking. This right. is no, this during tracks, the day this steps. Tracks. All right, Sandy's running tell in place. You all the things that it tracks. He's, the he's, steps you've taken. He's running in place, day. a la the Nintendo trackpad. <laughs> 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 By the way, the jump was the best part of that because people would jump, and the character in the game would always move sixty seconds behind your actual jump. So you jumped, and then you just have to stand there and wait for your yeah, character. Yeah, you to figure out the delayed timing. Yeah. Um, okay, so did, I've taken 14,793 steps today. Good God. Nice. 
6.37 miles. If what? I was a softball coach, I'd buy you an ice cream cone. Thanks. I feel like that's a successful amount of Here, steps. kid, have 100 grand. How many miles? Can you read the miles again, Sandy? <laughs> we'll come back to that. Uh, 6.37. <laughs> so almost six and a half. Nice. Was I this- played basketball today. But oh, that's yeah. still a basketball course, not very long. That's not going to get you 6.8 miles. Like, no. I think. But you know, like you're he has a point. just like walking throughout the day. Like you go to work. You I have know. a, I have a question. Yeah. Does the app help you be more mindful about yes, taking more absolutely. steps? That's important. Yeah. Okay. I've burned 300, 300 calories. <laughs> I burned 3,083 calories and I had 94 active minutes. Um, Wait, so I slept you're looking nine on your, hours and 46 minutes. Now you're looking on your phone. So how do you go back and forth so from bracelet thing, to phone? This thing, you download an app and it transmits to your phone. That's insane. Yeah. Can you take that in the shower? All no. right, easy pervert. No. Now, hold on a second. Can you? <laughs> no, now, but I don't understand. Okay. Tang- tangentially. Yeah. I found out that Fitbits are just, or not Fitbits, flashlights are just... Um, <laughs> Just like that, by the way, that Freudian slip has never happened. <laughs> no, fleshlights. Look, I'm tracking my, uh, I'm tracking my uh, steps throughout the day with a bracelet. I'm also fucking a flashlight with my dick. You get how I mix those two up. No, I think there should be a fleshlight that counts how many strokes you do. Okay. So you can learn to not come so quickly. Now, I want to tell you both that I have a fleshlight and I have not used it. And I want to hear from everyone in the room because I'm just assuming you all have used it. Um, I wish. You I haven't. I have a knockoff one that I won at a show. What is it? What is it? It's. I have an egg. It's called the Tinga egg that <laughs> is like the same thing, but I haven't used it. Wait, wait, Dex, you won one at a show. I won one at a comedy show, like in a raffle, and it's a knockoff Chinese, like cheap, flimsy version. Uh, and I ended up using it as a a, a, a flower vase. <laughs> That's a brilliant a, use for yeah. it. It has a flat bottom Let's that's fairly a, wide. It yeah, sits up. And so, so does my wife. Put a, <laughs> flat bottom girls. <laughs> no, yeah, I, gotta so be, I just put a single rose in the middle of it, on the, in the middle of the so dining room table. fucking sad, but beautiful. I, that was probably the intended usage. The guy yeah, making what's this more like, sad, him? So, someday, someday, somebody's going to fuck this. <laughs> or... Put a rose in it. Decor. Decor. <laughs> so funny. Now, has anyone Poor come? Poor decor. Has it, nice. Has anybody come in and seen it on you? Where did you put the fleshlight rose holder? Oh, it's just right on the dining room table. Yeah, right of course. Yeah. Right in the. <laughs> Absolutely. Now, how many people have come in and been like, Dex, beautiful, beautiful uh, vase. Yo, nobody. Everyone's like, is that a pussy? <laughs> <laughs> exactly what if you had played the family ties theme song after you said that that would have been brilliant dude that's incredible all right well that was the button on the uh season finale of season five (laughs) is Is that that a pussy (laughs) (laughs) oh my god oh my god dude the best by the way oh god i wish i could be there's so many fly on the wall moments in life you wish you could be there for and that's one of them for me and how i discovered i actually i wanted a show and then i threw it in my backpack and then i got on a plane to cincinnati to do go bananas and then i got i got to the the condo and i was going through my backpack like oh i brought a fake pussy (laughs) 
just in my backpack accidentally. accidentally. You know what, dude? But that's how fucking great this country is. You can accidentally bring a fake pussy on an airplane mm-hmm. and not get stopped. No, nobody cared. Yeah, they probably hassled an 86-year-old woman behind you who happened to stand next to a kid who had been smoking pot in the Uber with her, and they were like, what do you got, bitch? And she was like, what? Yeah, they probably stand checked over her here. pussy. <laughs> <laughs> Good night, everybody. <laughs> I wish we could end on that. Maybe we should have. Um, we're at one hour and one minute. Okay. We got, we're going to wrap this up. Um, this has been the best. I feel like there's so much more to cover. God. Yeah. We'll do about five. Spence, how are you? Good. I got to be up in six hours. But when this is this going to air? A couple weeks. On CBS, ABC? How dare you? How, how dare you just throw in my face that this podcast doesn't air on a network? It should. Uh, it's called the Sideshow Network. There we go. Okay. So that's. I'll be honest with you. I, I listen to the Sideshow Network more than I listen to ABC or CBS. Do you really? Yeah. What's ABC? What's ABC? Exactly. Yeah. Jamie Flam, Booker, <laughs> runner, president of the artist. Hollywood Improv, artist, the Van Jam Show, Van Flam, Van Jam, the Jacques also Club a Van Jam. Eat flan with no shit. Great beard, good bone structure. See you, Jamie. Um, so wait, when is it, this going to air in how long? Can you fucking just take it down a notch, Sandy? All right? <laughs> I don't take it down a notch. You come in here with your wolf I go sweat. zero to 100 real quick. All right, if you're going to do Farley, back off that mic. Sorry, Can you sorry, please do yeah, more Farley, sorry. though? <laughs> All right, let me ask you. No, hold Welcome on. Welcome to the Chris Farley podcast. I'm Chris Farley. <laughs> uh Adam, Adam Ray, is it? Are you any relation to Sugar Ray? I'm retarded. <laughs> <laughs> Can I be honest? Farley was it for me. Yeah, oh, you know, my Farley, Robin Williams, Jim Carrey, no and just ever. to hear you do that right now is the closest I'll ever get to hear it. <laughs> Chase, my man, my man, rocking the vest tonight. He's got a Fitbit. You got a Fitbit? He challenged me on it. You, what you can the, challenge whoa, other whoa, people. That's that? what I wanted to finish up on. All right, so the amount of sleep. You tracked nine hours and 46 minutes. Last night was extraordinary as now, far as sleep goes. I want to know. And I, got, I got to bed before midnight, which is very rare for me. I can uh, safely attest that we are all night owls, yeah? Yeah. Tonight. Fair enough. I mean, unfortunately, I'm probably not going to go to bed before two, which is kind of a bummer because I'll have to get up four hours later. But two for us is early. For sure. Yeah. At one point, did your sleeping habits change? Because when I was in, I'd say sixth grade, that's the last time I got more than eight hours of sleep a night. And even then, I was up all, all night popping pills and. <laughs> <laughs> hey, dude, let me finish. Flintstone Vatamans. Shout out to the gummy section, aisle nine, Albertsons, Lake Forest Park, Washington. Stole deodorant <laughs> from you guys when I worked there. Um, Statute of limitations are up. You can't get convicted anymore. But what I want to know is what changed from let's say mark and sandy's normal sleep schedule you know waking up refreshed not needing red bull or coffee to when you go man i'm waking up i'm checking bumble mark but not without a coffee in hand i thought you're gonna say but not without a condom (laughs) (laughs) he wakes up grabs a condom then checks bumble what is so funny about being safe when i bumble (laughs) nothing i I just it was the misdirection of i thought he was gonna say condom but he said coffee it's like you need coffee the fuck. So you, what was <laughs> some people? Some people do. do. I'll tell you who does: Danny DeVito, George Clooney, and Danny Glover. Mary fuck kill. Go, Mark. I would. I okay. would never. I would never kill myself. Is that DeVito? 
Yeah, it's all right. It's not my best one, but yeah. Okay, I'll do Danny Glover. Hey, you got an angel with you right now. What movie's that from? Angels in the Outfield. Fair enough. And who was on the receiving end of that line? Tony Danza. And he goes, I, I-, I do. He and played who was the character. He <laughs> played the character of Mel of Mel Mel Cox. Mel Mel Fu- Dax. Can you look up who Tony Danza played in Angels in the Outfield? And you know who Tony and Danza. Tony and the Danza. Oh my God! Can we please start an all bass clarinet acapella group called Tony's and the Danza? And then, in coincidentally, right after that, can we please write the sequel to Angels in the Outfield called Angela's in the Outfield, where Tony loses his fucking mind and sees Judith Light everywhere. <laughs> Mona. <laughs> that's that's the trailer. Yeah. And everyone's like, I thought it was called Angela's in the outfield. What's with all this Mona talk? All right, so Mark, when did things shift for you from, hey man, I'm getting a good night's sleep to time to party in Mark's world? When did things shift? I Things shifted in that direction probably when I was like a fucking teenager. Yeah. I started like being a night owl. I just wouldn't, I'd stay up for 24 hours. Well, right LA there. as a teenager has to be bananas. It's a fun city as a teenager. I would not want to raise kids here. Wow. Will you? Yeah, probably. I don't see myself living in any other city. Give me uh, a quick example before we wrap this up. What, growing up as a teenager in LA, what did you, what did you get that, that we didn't get? I think that I got a fake idea at a young age. I think it was like something, it was, it wasn't even a rite of passage as much as it was just like, oh, you go and get this. It was like, yeah, everyone gets this. And and like it's a norm. parents knew, like kids knew. And I could like, I remember buying like, like a shopping cart full of liquor, like it's 16 with like a baby face. Like I was a fat little chubby kid. Yeah. I looked like a chicken nugget, like, <laughs> just like this and like, oh, no, f- could not grow facial hair. Like just like a virgin and like you would just look at me and say yeah nobody would have sex with this kid and he has a shopping cart full of liquor and going to like a rite aid pharmacy and being like 127 dollars worth of liquor please and the guy going can i see your id and me just no problem sir cashier man yeah you're overcompensating i used to have to trade this crackhead my friend's little sister's ritalin so he would go buy us liquor. That, and that required thought and a process. And yeah. that's good. It should be that hard for a 16-year-old yeah. because I was driving. Whoa. It was oh, God. Like, and, and thank God I wasn't driving drunk because it was like taking liquor to like, it's more fucked up, taking it to like one of our houses. Yeah. yeah. Like, and just with that, par- with parents. Every, every group of friends has a parents that's like, we know you're going to be drinking. We don't want you to. We don't condone it. But if you're going to be doing it, we want you to be safe under our roof. And I'm torn on that approach because I feel like that is safe, but that's also, you know, you're enabling the kids. You're basically being like, look, I get that you're 12, but tequila is delicious. So do it. <laughs> you know what? All I needed, all I needed from an adult was to say that and then to be like but the point of drinking isn't to black out it's just to get a little bit loose oh nobody told you that nobody Who told, told that? you to black out nobody told what me movie to black did out? you see to black out i mean i grew up on tommy boy oh, and animal house oh my and, god and billy madison all three in which they're adam sandler chris farley and john belushi are all blackout drunk in all pretty the much the whole movie Jesus Christ! Yeah, I, Why didn't you watch Steel Magnolias, and the then fucking Thomas Crown Affair, and like <laughs> Air Bud Six? You would have had a different childhood. I would have been a dog that was an expert basketball. You would have been a great frisbee slash soccer slash <laughs> badminton player. Um, or maybe Mark, a little Cool Runnings. 
Take Ooh, it all the way back dude, to the great. beginning of the show. Is there any way you can pull? Nice, dude. Dex, bring wow. it home. Dex, first time for you uh, being on the pod, and I got to be honest, not the last. Appreciate That's just that. A, a super spot cool on, <laughs> spot on on the mic, but spot on on the uh, on the computer. Dex, if you could bring us home with a tune. Um, oh. I don't want to say dealer's choice because I don't know what kind of sick shit you're into, but uh, but um, if you could actually find that actual Pizza Hut commercial, that I could not locate that. There's God so damn. many Pizza Hut commercials. Maybe the it was basketball. Can you type so. in "Hey Punk won a game Pizza Hut"? Oh. And that's the first time, by the way, in 33 years that I've said that to another grown man. <laughs> hey Punk won a game. Yeah, that's. What, I swear to God, that's. I was trying to leave it up for you guys to come up with the answer, but that's what the kid said. Isn't so that what said, I said? So wait, so he no. says, hey, punk, put in your crust. You said, the, take a bite of this crust but, like it's... Uh, no, I said, you're going to get stuffed like this crust here at Pizza Hut. Which is also a great campaign. And I thought he said Pizza Hut. <laughs> copyright. But it turns out he says, hey, punk, want to play Pizza Hut? So I was kind of right. Does he say Pizza Hut at the end of that sentence? Never even says Pizza Hut. Oh, okay. The so Pizza Hut would have been weird, right? Yeah. If he was like, you want to play Pizza Hut? He's palming a ball. <laughs> that, it's like playing house, but you're just like pretending you work at Pizza Hut. <laughs> ring, ring, Man, ring, 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 ring. What kind of sad childhood would that be? Do you want to play drive-thru? Wait a minute. I think I did. <laughs> I think I did. I think there was a fucking toy set that was drive-thru with my... Oh, Jesus Christ. Um, <laughs> do you want to? That is a sad childhood. Like yeah, phone in the order, and then you take. You want to play Applebee's? <laughs> Hi, I'm Tammy. Can I take your order? But that I could see I'd myself like playing as a kid. Loopies. I could see myself playing a restaurant game. I did, but like Pizza Hut would be me calling in an order, yeah. you taking it, and then thirty five minutes later, you like coming back into the story again. Right? Yeah, does he like is Sandy gonna remember? Is he that cool of a friend? Hey, let's play disgruntled Target employee. Why did we want to be kids so or adults so bad as kids, Spence? I don't know. Why? He'll be on the podcast soon. You know Dex, why? I'll tell. I'll tell you why. I know the can't scientific find it. answer. Can't find it, dude. Am I gonna have to fucking? What's the answer? Because when you're a kid, nobody fucking takes you seriously, and it and it wears on you, and you get jaded, and your childlike innocence and wholesomeness withers away, and all you want is to be taken seriously. So you play pretend as an adult. And then you try to grow up and you grow up too fast and you start drinking only to black out. And then you're just like, where's my childhood, bro? Where's my I think experience? being a kid's hard. I think being a kid's hard. Everybody thinks being a kid. Like, oh, I wish I was a kid again. Nah, for me, being a kid, it was shitty. Uh, yeah. Like, looking back, but I like, wish I could go it, back got to it, be a kid got knowing what I know shut now. the fuck up. 1993, sorry. 1993 pizza commercial street ball promo. Here it is. Importantly. Hey man, you got the ball? No, no, I ain't got the ball. You got the Say what? Nobody, you gotta have the ball. Is that Alfonso Ribeiro? I had that ball. Hey, chumps won a game. It's a Rawlings. It's only four ninety nine, and only I had that. Because nobody plays without the ball. 
Yo, it's nobody, nobody, nobody plays, plays without, without the ball. ball. There couldn't be a more profound uh, statement from a pizza organization about a professional athletic sport. Now, four ninety nine. By the way, let's just clarify one thing. That ball was shitty. Four ninety nine got lopsided real quick. Hey, you're buying a basketball from a fucking pizza. Hut. So <laughs> chances Which is are the, the rubber are, is also part of the pepperoni. Chances are your pants are also made out of fucking jeans. I mean, all right. You know what? What I meant to say was beans. Uh, <laughs> all right. Look, four ninety nine for a basketball is no man. But yet people bought them because that commercial. But four ninety nine for a pizza? Say what? Well, no. What it was, it was like ten ninety nine for a pizza. And if you buy it now, the basketball is only four ninety nine more. And dude, at a regular sporting goods store, a basketball is fifteen to thirty dollars. Whatever, it doesn't matter. Mark Gordon, thanks for being here. Thanks, guys, for having me. Do you, do you have a, a Twitter you like to plug, or a Facebook page, or a Bumble app, or God, a Bumble I wish profile? I could plug, plug Yo, if anyone that's listening, okay. Uh, Sandy Danto at Sandy Danto on Twitter. Yeah, um, I don't know when this is coming out, but I got a. I'm I'm launching this Kickstarter campaign. Okay, and I was gonna ask you if I could plug it. Of course, but I don't know. Like, should I wait for it to come out? Like, I don't know the timing. This might anything. be out actually next week. There's a chance. Okay, because I'm not gonna stuff. launch it until like middle. Of... Well, maybe we'll hold on to it. Okay. Well, Would the, you where, let me come back? I don't need to be a guest or anything. Where can people? Where it. can people? Um, I mean, I'll be tweeting it out. I'll be Facebooking okay, so it out. Okay, so then follow you on Twitter. Yeah, follow me on Twitter. At Sandy Danto. At Sandy Danto. At Sandy Danto. Yeah. Guys, thanks but for... Look for my Kickstarter. It's dropping in 2016. I'm going to be taking out a yacht in a real unique way, yo. Is that what it... Can you, can you share any sort of... Yeah, um, I'm, I'm trying to do a tour and shoot like a, like a concert film where I do a tour uh, where I charter a yacht across america but on dry land no sandy that sounds that sounds impossible because a yacht goes on on water right by definition it's a boat i've seen one on land at burning man yeah yeah see that's the kind of outside the box thinking this is like burning man type thought processes i'm I'm taking a yacht i'm gonna put it on an 18 wheeler tractor trailer and i'm gonna drive it across america i'm gonna do shows on the yacht Maybe in Walmart parking lots, maybe just, you know, in the middle of nowhere. This sounds amazing. And I'd like to drive a jet ski in the pool because the yacht's going to have a pool because I'm not a peasant. And uh, wow. I'm going to drive a jet ski in the... Shots I'll fired show you all the- you peasants without boating access. <laughs> now, San- um, Sandy, what do you say to the person who says, Sandy Danto, you, you, you can't take a boat on land across the country. Like, who? Wh- what? What are you thinking? Yeah, what do you say to this super Jewish man? <laughs> What do you say to me, Sandy? I say, have an imagination. Dream a little dream. And donate to my Kickstarter because uh, I will prove you wrong, sir. Mark Gordon, Sandy Danto, thanks for being here. that's it. I mean, I would love to close it out with something more profound, but Black Box is is kind of doing the trick. Dax, thanks for being here. You'll be back. All right, looking forward to it. Spencer Sherman, we 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 teased we teased the balls with some Spencer Sherman uh, vocals in the background. I don't know. Yeah, there you go. That story will be back uh, next time. Good night.
pizza. <laughs> Thanks for listening to the About Last Night podcast with Brad Williams and Adam Ray. Boy, they're a lot of fun, huh? Why don't you subscribe on iTunes to this fucking podcast, give them a five-star rating so this midget and this Jew can feel good about themselves for a couple minutes. Also, get on your iPhone or Android and get the podcast app. You can also listen to it on Stitcher or aboutlastnightpodcast.com, where you can hear past episodes with great guests like Lisa Kudrow, Paul Feig, Kevin Nealon, Bob Saget, Dion Cole, Chris D'Elia, Adam Devine, Michael McDonald, Jaleel White, Bud Friedman, Steve-O, Harlan Williams, Tom Arnold, Ron Funches, Rick Glassman, Blake Anderson, Anders Holm, Jessamay Peluso, Joey McIntyre, and many, many more. I'm Tony Danza. Thanks for listening to the About Last Night podcast. Good night. That's it, right? You got it? Sweet. Boy, it smells good in that booth, by the way. What kind of candle is that? Hanukkah Willow? <laughs> nice. Seeking the truth never gets old. Introducing June's Journey, the free-to-play mobile game that will immerse you in a thrilling murder mystery. Join June Parker as she uncovers hidden objects and clues to solve her sister's death in a beautifully illustrated world set in the roaring 20s. With new chapters added every week, the excitement never ends. Download June's Journey now on your Android or iOS device or play on PC through Facebook games.